You're listening to the Friday Night Watch Show with Tammy on Quality FM. Hello there friends and welcome to the Friday Night Watch Show on the Golide FM podcast. And this is a podcast that comes to you from the city of Pretoria, South Africa. And this is a podcast that focuses on family life issues, more so on the marital issues. And this podcast comes to you every Friday at 1900 hours Central African time. You can hook up with us on our uh, Instagram pages. You can hook up with us on Twitter. You can also hook up with us on our new website. You can find us on www.podpage.com forward slash Friday Night Word Show. Let me repeat that one, our new website page. That is www.podpage.com forward slash Friday Night Word Show. Well, we just want to, you know, just put out a word of caution, you know, to say right now in South Africa, we are in very delicate times. Uh, COVID is actually wrecking havoc. And I just want to urge you to be very conscious uh, where you are, sanitize your hand, wear a cloth mask, you know, wash it regularly. In fact, wash it every day. Because uh, the numbers just keep on going up and up and up. And, you know, people very close to us, people very dear to us are dying. And we, you and I could be the next. And we don't wish it to be so. We wish to live a long, healthy uh, life. And so I just want to urge you, be conscious and careful. Even if you don't believe that there's COVID out there, please, for the sake of your own family, sake of your own children, sake of uh, your neighbors, friends, workmates, schoolmates, and relatives. Please be safe and practice all hygienic things that can keep COVID away from you and your loved ones. Well, we just want to thank you also for the feedback that you've been giving us regarding uh, the, the conversations that we've been having around sexual rejection. And this is an issue that some may find very uncomfortable. But here's what we really uh, want to also address. The issue is such issues happen and people die in silence. People um, suffer in silence. And sometimes we need to talk about this so that we come to a realization that these things can be actually addressed. In actual fact, I accidentally came across uh, uh, a tweet on Twitter. Um, somebody asked a simple question to say, can you share with us uh, an experience why you broke up with somebody that you loved? And one thing that I picked up, oh, that was a common thread as I went down through those tweets was, people broke up because of lack of communication people broke up because of um the sexual experiences that they had and 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 for me <clears throat> it just reiterated the need of empowering ourselves and educating ourselves as as society in ter- and and married couples in terms of how do we handle sexual rejection and frustration and this week we want to focus on dealing with these issues. How do you then deal with sexual rejection? And the key to dealing with sexual frustration or rejection in your marriage 
is communication. Is communication. And the question that I, I, I just want to pause already is to say, how does communication address sexual frustrations? Number one, we need to realize that communication is important. And the question is, what is communication? And I know we've gone to school, we've studied this, and we understand what communication is. But I just want to remind you what communication is. Communication is expressing your thoughts your understanding, your feelings, your emotions to another person. Communication is expressing your thoughts, your understanding, your emotions, your feelings, whatever, to another person. And number two, communication is you listening to somebody expressing their thoughts, their, their feelings, their emotions, whatever, their thing, whatever is in their mind. And trying to understand and put it into context, understanding their message and then putting into context and if need be, actioning what the other person has requested. And and so communication is important. It is important that we understand what communication is. And and, and the reason why I just go basic is most of us, don't understand the importance of communication. Some of us grew up in families where communication was non-existent. And in actual fact, when I say non-existent, I'm saying it was not expressed, but there is, there is never a time or a point where there is no communication. Even your silence is a communication when you do not express what you're feeling, what you're thinking. It is a form of communication. You are actually communicating that I'm not trusting you with my feelings, with what I think. I don't trust you. That is what you are communicating. You are communicating that I'm at a point or at a level where I cannot be intimate with you. Remember, we said getting to know one another, opening up yourself to another person is intimacy. And so we have understood. So now, the, the 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 key thing that we've also got to understand is those people who communicate are likely to experience better sex than those who do not uh, communicate let me repeat that those people who communicate are are likely to experience better sexual intimacy in their marriage than those who do not uh communicate and those who communicate will are likely to improve their communication skills. Those who communicate are likely to improve their communication skills. So what does it mean? It means that no one will ever get to a point where we say your communication is perfect. But what happens is by practice, we become better and better in terms of our communication. Why is it important to communicate about your sexual thoughts and, and uh, feelings in your marriage? It is because <clears throat> it takes away misunderstanding. Sometimes there's a misunderstanding in that experience. And if your thoughts are not communicated and understood, there will be a misunderstanding. And a misunderstanding can lead from one small problem to a, an explosive problem. So it is important to practice communication.
And 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 now moving on, the one thing that uh you know professors and doctors and family life speakers have come to understand is that sometimes we might communicate but we have not polished up our way of communicating. We have not polished up what we are communicating about. And this is where we start off to say, number one, when you are communicating a sexual frustration of, or about whether you've been rejected or you have not received what you expected, it is important, the message, number one, hear me clearly, it is important to communicate what you feel, what, how the, how, how you felt when you were treated in a certain way by your spouse. Express only what you felt. Do not express what you think about them. <laughs> let me, let me just try and clarify that. Express what you felt. So let me give you an example. Say your wife rejects your sexual advances. It is important that when you discuss about it, you, you say, when you did not accept my sexual advances last night, it made me feel like you were rejecting me. It, no, it, let, let me repeat that. It made me feel like I was being rejected. It made me feel like you did not want to be with me. You did not want to be intimate with you. And therefore I felt hurt. I feel like I'm not, I, I, it, my sexual, uh, needs are not, uh, have not been met. And hence I've got frustration. So in essence, you have not attacked your wife. You've expressed what you feel. Now, here's what we normally do. We will then say, normally, we will then say, why did you reject me? Are you, are you sleeping with that? I know that you are, you are attracted to another. Oh, 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 you find me disgusting. Already, we are on an attack mode. And nature has shown that the moment you begin to attack somebody, they go into defense mode. Even if they did not intend to, they go into defense mode. Now, have a skill. One skill that we've got to polish is your message should be about you, not about the other person. It should be about what you feel, what you felt, what you understood. Not name calling your spouse, not telling them how bad they are. It is important that you express your message clearly without going on the attack, but expressing the hurt that you felt or what you felt in, in, in when your spouse did not treat you the way you expected them to treat you. So it is important. Num number two, when you talk about sex, do not talk about sex in the bedroom or, or, or while you are in bed. Because here's what happens. When you set up the right environment, when you are in the right environment, and especially a neutral envi environment, what it does is it takes away the attack mode. It sets up the right kind of thinking, especially if you say, I think we need to talk about our sexual life as husband and wife or as wife and husband. I, we need to talk. So... Can we set up a time so that we can talk? And I know what I'm saying right now. Some people who are listening will say, 
ah, my spouse will not even will live will not even go down that route. What I'm simply saying is find a way of talking to your spouse the way the best way you know possible. What I'm simply saying is make it a habit to say we are going to talk about this. In essence, what you're doing is you're inculcating a culture in your relationship that says when there's a problem in our relationship, we talk about it. What we're aiming at is finding a solution. We're not aiming at who is the winner, which takes me to, to the next point. When you're communicating, it is not about who wins. And most of us have got this thing, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> of wanting to win. We want to be the one who has the last word, the one who is aggrieved the most. And talking about these things, it's not about who won. It is about resolving, finding a solution. So you, when you say to your spouse, let's go, let's find a neutral place. Let's, um, let's go and talk about this thing. It helps. Number two, the reason why we're saying don't talk about it in the bedroom, it's because of the after effect. Say you've, you've just finished having sex and you say, can we talk about sex, uh, about our sex life? Already what you're doing is, you're making your spouse uncomfortable because they will immediately go on a cringe or on a I'm scared or on a defense mode. Don't talk about sex after sex. Choose a more neutral time where after the deed has been done, you even went to you, you sleep and maybe the following day because you 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 also conscious of how your spouse might be feeling L listen to this you might not have been satisfied and your yet your spouse might be in in cloud 9 and you say let's talk immediately so what it does is it 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 brings them down and the effect is they might not even Going forward, they might not even initiate because right now they feel like they have been judged. They feel like they were in a theater and you were judging them on based on their performance. And so going forward, you might find your spouse withdrawing. So it is important that you be conscious of the effect of what might happen if you're not very tactful about the time and place. Some of the issues might, some people might not be having sex right now simply because of the words that were shared. You judged the person. They felt judged. Your intention was never to judge them. It was simply to communicate your message. But the timing, the place, the location was not the right time. So it is important to, 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 to know, um, uh, when to talk. And my last point before we go on a, a, a musical break is, is always express what you hope to gain out of your sexual intimacy. For example, you, you might say to your, to, 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 your, to your wife, when, when we kiss, you know, when you give me an opportunity to kiss you or your husband, it gives me, it makes me feel closer to you. And therefore, I would want us to Kiss more often because what it does, it makes me feel closer to you. So now you are showing them exactly what you expect, the benefit that you expect, you know, 
from your conversation and from your sexual engagement. Or you might say to your, to your spouse, you know, um, go, you know, one thing is if you don't feel like engaging in any sexual intimacy, I would appreciate it if you would tell me to say, I'm actually not feeling emotionally well to engage in sex. And, um, I would appreciate it if you'd give me an opportunity to say, get over this emotional barricade and then thereafter. So, so what you're saying is the benefit that you expect from your spouse is you expect them to communicate, you know, truthfully and, you know, right to the point to say, this is where I am and this is how I feel. So in essence, you're open. You are saying, give me this benefit. So focus on the benefits don't focus on what they did not do right and how bad they were and how bad a person they are well you're listening to the friday night word show on the Golide fm podcast we are talking about the importance of communicating especially where there is sexual frustration or sexual rejection join us in the next segment When my heart is pained too deeply for mirth or song, as the burdens press and the cares distress and the weight grows weary.
Thank you very much to the three sisters singing the song for us, Does Jesus Care? Oh, yes, he cares. And here's one important point that I want to, in connection with the song that we have just listened to. Does Jesus care about your sexual life? I can guarantee you he cares. He cares 100%. And your sexual life is one thing that you've got to pray for, pray about. Pray for your sexual life. So we, we, we've spoken, we, we are now walking in the path of saying, how do we talk about these things? Express yourself, express your expectations, express your fears, express your desires, express your concerns and be honest. It is critical to talk about your innermost feelings about your sexual life. So let's talk about this. What are your expectations? You know, um, your expectations are, so now, why, why are you expressing all these things? None of us can read a mind. None of us are excellent mind readers. And so what, what you, when you are expressing all these things, you are opening up, you're, you're opening a door into the mind, into your mind for your spouse to see, oh, this is where my spouse stands and this is where how I should approach them. So your expectations are, so let's give an example. I expect you to once in a while initiate sex. So, because it will make me feel you also desire me. You also want me. So you, 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 you've, you've, you've indicated an expectation. And thereafter, after you've indicated the expectation, you've then said, why you have this expectation? What are the benefits of this expectation? Everyone wants value. Now, listen, when we talk, when we communicate one to another, what we want out of the conversation is value. Value cannot be bought. Value can only be given. Value can only be practiced. So when I tell you exactly what I feel, I'm not telling you so that you can change. I'm telling you so that you can understand what I expect to benefit. What is the value for me in it? And so when we tell people the value of what, what we expect in terms of value, what the person does is naturally we will f- try and find ways of giving our spouse the value that they're expecting, expecting. Fears. What are your fears? I, I, every time you reject me, I fear that you no longer want me. And I, 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 I would appreciate it, you know, if you could open up and talk to me so that I don't I might have, um, I might misread that you don't want me. My fear is, I, I fear you, you no longer connected to me. Maybe you've got somebody out there that you might be connected to. So you are expressing a fear. And now the, the, your, your, your spouse begins to understand when I reject them, this is how they feel. This is how they feel. Express your desires. I, I, I desire to be romanced. I desire that you caress me, you touch me. I desire that outside the bedroom you talk to me, you connect with me, you have an emotional connection with me. I, I desire that you, you, you touch me, you know, in this area and in this place. So now you are opening up about your desires. Cause when you 
do all this it makes it makes me feel valuable it makes me feel that i'm worth something it it does it makes it doesn't make leave me feeling like i'm a sexual object it doesn't leave me feeling like i'm a spam donor you know i'm so what you, you you see in everything that i'm trying to the examples that i'm putting forth i'm putting forth examples that say that don't attack your spouse but you you express how you feel when they treat you in a certain way and what you expect of them you're not saying you are an evil you are a bad person we are nishana you are a stingy person no you are expressing exactly what you feel you you are not attacking them talk about your sexual experiences more often more often you know the mere fact that we have done it previously and maybe it might have been a good deed that we did it does not mean the next time it will be the same so when we talk about it what we're saying is we are refining our experience you know you let me give you an example you know a, a, a woman might say to a wife might say to her, her husband you know baby the last time you did xyz oh man baby you took me to cloud nine i loved it and then and i appreciated the way you did it and so you 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 now you 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 and then you you put in the negative in the middle there and you know i loved it when we kissed but you remember that day when you kissed uh, we kissed we had eaten broccoli and the broccoli does not come out nice in our uh, out of our breath you know i i i wish we could brush our teeth before we we go to bed or when we're alone so that when we're kissing the, the 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 broccoli breath does not you know take us sideways you're not attacking them you know you're telling them you enjoy the kiss but there was a hindrance so the more you talk about it the better you become you see you're not attacking each other you are at a point where you're saying to one another i i need i i need you to understand me and 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 this takes me to to another point know your style sexually know your style sexually now listen to this knowing your 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 sexual style can help you better understand which forms of intimacy you find the most satisfying and the the the, the same rings true of your partner explore your sexual styles with one another all couples have got styles or moods at some point in time during their married times. So now, why should we understand the sexual style? Now, it is important to understand this because we are not the same. We are not created the same. And we are not in a marriage so that we can become, I can become like my wife or my wife should become like me. Diversity is important and it keeps the spark going on in marriage you know understand your own style understand your own sexual fantasies maybe you 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 know there are some people who are very vocal sexually and some people find it a turn off when their spouse is vocal and they you know they are expressing their their um sexual satisfaction if it is your style to 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 make verbal noises, you know. I think it's important that you express it to your spouse to say, 
every time you make me feel sexually satisfied or fulfilled, I have a need or a feel to express myself vocally or verbally. And I know it might make me you feel uncomfortable. But this is how I feel about it. And then your spouse can express themselves to say, I understand you want to express yourself verbally, but our children are two doors down the, the wall or they're, they're in the room next door. I would appreciate it that when our children are next door, you or in 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 the vicinity, you actually maybe bring it not only a notch down but twenty notches down. Express yourself very quietly so that we do not have to explain to our five year or your three year old kid to say, "Mommy or Daddy, why were you screaming last night?" You you are having a conversation and you are telling, expressing to each other your concerns or your worries. Um. You know, somebody, maybe you, 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 before you have sex, you want to go and have a bath. There are some people who are very finicky about being clean. And so you, your style is to say you want to, you want to smooch and you want to, um, you know, you want to play with, uh, um, some cream and, uh, what do they call the spraying cream? You know, Spray each other and lick it off, you know, your body with some strawberry. And, and so you say, you know, my style, this is my style. I want to do it that way. I would appreciate it that before I do that, be clean, you know, so you, you, cause it will make me feel comfortable that whilst I kiss you on your chest, you, you know, there's no sweat, you know, um the 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 sweat that you had during the day so you 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 understand that it, it's important it is important now it's also important to have one topic at a time about sex have one topic at a time about sex don't pick up everything you know you remember the last time you did this and now you're doing no let's talk about one thing Let's talk, if it's erectile dysfunction that we're talking about, let's talk about that. Let's not talk about how, you know, when we're talking about erectile dysfunction, how that day when you came into bed, uh, you, you, you had not spoken to me and then you initiated sex. So you're now bringing in two issues. And the reason why you want to talk about one issue is one issue allows you to focus. And when you focus, you are able to address that thing right to the end. When you bring two or more, it becomes difficult because you try and touch this and your mind is so not focused that when you try and touch this, you ignore this and you express yourself maybe 50%, which leaves a 50% sense of dissatisfaction. And you, you go and address this, you leave, uh, you address it 20% and it leaves an 80% uh, sense of dissatisfaction. So then, hence, it is important to address these things one by one, one topic at a time. It helps you focus on, uh, focus. It helps you focus. So, um, communication is important. Now, the other thing is, be patient. Be patient. Your spouse may not understand exactly what you are saying or what you want or what your expectations. And so for the, because of so many factors, because of upbringing, because of experiences. So 
It is important that you, you are patient with your spouse as they grow with you. So if your spouse is not growing with you, don't mock them. Don't make them feel little. Don't belittle them. Understand them. Understand them. Be at a point where you're saying to yourself, I will reach out and help them. You, If they're 10 notches down from you, you go down to their level and you lift them up. I love the song where one song writer says, He came down to my level when I couldn't get up to his. With a strong arm, he lifted me up to show me what a living is. Well, so the song says it, it itself. He came down to my level when I couldn't get up to his. With a strong arm, he lifted me up. To show me what a living is. So he was patient enough to come down with me without losing himself Christ. And he lifted me up with his strong arm. And so it is the same thing that I'm saying to us. To say, come down, be patient, uplift your spouse. And we spoke about understanding. We are very sensitive and very personal. When your spouse says, I want this, don't be oversensitive we said have understanding understand that your spouse is not you understand that your spouse is simply trying to improve is simply trying to get to a point where you guys are experiencing a better and a growing sexual uh, intimacy be accommodating don't always be about you don't always be about you Accommodate what your spouse desires. Accommodate what your spouse desires. Don't always be about yourself, but also be about your spouse. Be about what they want. You know what? If your spouse, if you're content with sex once a week and your spouse is, is, is more satisfied with about four sessions of sex per week, you then say to them, okay, what if we we have uh, I'll have sex maybe first week, we have it three times a week, and the next week, allow me to recharge and we can have it twice a week, and then the following week, we have it three times. So you are meeting halfway, and you say, and you as the spouse who's have, who desires it four times a week, you say, Oh, three week. That's not three times a week. That's not bad. And the following week, twice. That's not bad. We, you know, be accommodating. Don't always be about yourself. Don't always be about yourself. And the other thing is, when your spouse expresses something, don't be. Where did you get this? Oh, so 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 you are sleeping with other men. I want to put it in my own language. We found happy land. So far when no 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 oh where did you learn this thing you are now a prostitute no you know what the mere fact that you know it in a certain way you only know one way does not mean that your spouse only knows it that one way what it means is at the end of the day our life experiences are different we grow up different lives what if your spouse experienced sex in it was sexually active before they got married with somebody else yes that is a fact that is true what if your spouse your spouse understands what they want exactly 
what they need, how they need it. It does not mean that because you know it in a certain way, because we are a traditional, uh, traditional Zulu, traditional Ndebele, traditional petty men, traditional Englishmen, it does not mean everything is done that way. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you, I, I know of tribes where the women are taught how to have sex. They are taught how to satisfy a man. They are taught how to, you know, to, to, to play around in the bedroom. And so she meets you and you are not playing in a certain way. And she says, can we play this way? And you will crucify her because she's saying something that you've never heard or seen. And yet she's got an education that you never got. And so I'm saying at the end of the day, it is important to understand one another. The Bible says a home is built through understanding, knowledge and understanding. And so if you cannot understand what your spouse is all about, what your spouse needs, then you might find yourself in a pit. You might find yourself in a pit. Now, it is important, just as we get towards the end, think before you talk. Think before you talk. Talk to yourself about what you're about to say to your spouse. If I say it this way, how will my spouse feel about it i know my spouse to be one two three so how should i better express myself think about your communication talk about you know pray about your own communication skill we've really not been talking about sex itself we've been talking about communication sex is communication it is an expression of what you feel and how you feel it is a Sex is a, is a desire to express yourself deeply and intimately to your spouse. And so it is a communication. So how you have sex with your spouse is a form of communication. You cannot just have sex with your spouse when you've not been talking with them or to them. So what does it mean? It means that even before you attempt to have sex with your spouse. Resolve the issues that have been blocking, that have been cause of concern to your spouse. Resolve them. Resolve them because sex is connected to who we are. Sex is connected to who we are. It is never too late. Some people might be saying we're too old for this. It is never too late to learn and practice the right thing. It is so sad that there are wives who are still saying, I am faking an orgasm. I have never experienced an orgasm. It is so sad to say there are husbands who are saying, my wife does not satisfy me. Without fantasizing about woman X, I cannot get to a climax. I cannot have a, a satisfying sexual experience. It is so sad to say that there are husbands who are still masturbating because they're saying, my wife is not satisfying me. It is so sad that there are wives who are still going into sex toys uh, shops and buying dilly doors and satisfying themselves when their husband is out of the house to say, he does not satisfy me. This thing does me better than my husband does. It is so sad. Yet we could talk to one another to resolve these issues. Issues that we could set, we could sort out by talking. 
let us talk. Let us learn how to communicate. If there's one thing that I want to emphasize to us, communication is a skill. A skill that is polished and, you know, you you need to constantly polish it. And I just want to urge us as husbands and wives out there to say, let us polish up our communication skills because it will help us in our bedrooms. It will help us in our sex lives. And no one is a master as I close. No one is a master of communication and no one is a master of sex. You are not a champion. There is no world champion to say, ah, that one, ah, he does it so, no. And because there is no champion, it means that there is always room for improvement. Somebody told men a lie to say they are good in sex. And yet most of us got into sex, got into marriage without going to school for it. We do not learn about it. Blessed are those that in their tribes, it is a culture to be taught about sex. But for most of us in the world in general, we don't know anything about sex. And so sex is something that is a school. And there is no point where we say, ah, now, now you have graduated. Even in your eighties, you will still be learning something about sex. And so you're never, it's never too late. You're never too old, but you can always sharpen your axe. You can always sharpen your skill. May the good Lord bless us and let us pray about it. Let us talk to God about our sexual life and let us read the Bible and the Bible will help us, especially go to the book of songs of Solomon. You will learn something. Go to the book of Proverbs. You will learn something. May the good Lord bless us and may the good Lord help us. Remember to share this podcast with your friends and remember to go um, to share the, the link with your friends, to share the file, uh, this audio file with your friends, to go to our website also there and also to support our ministry in whatever way you would want to support this ministry. Remember, also you can hook up with us on our social media pages. May the good Lord bless you. Until we meet again. Ciao. Bless me up when I fall. Is there a healer to me? Is there a healer to me? Covers me with his righteousness. Is there a healer to me? Is there a healer to me?
has no rebel at all. is to me. to me mm-hmm. 